Nora Speaks is a weekly podcast that tugs at the soul and consciousness of the Black community. With show topics such as youth empowerment, education, women's impact, and civic engagement, Nora Speaks challenges the listener to not only join the movement, but be the movement. On the show, you'll learn from insightful guests who have demonstrated capacity in these fields and more, and I'm your host, Nora Muhammad. Welcome to the show. Welcome to episode 19 of Nora Speaks. I am your host, Nora Muhammad, and I'm so glad that you've joined me again in another episode to share some things that I think are relevant and important to our community. This particular episode, though, I want to share my reflections of When Rock and Rule, the event hosted and presented by Dee Marshall. It is a women networking event, and each year, Dee, along with her sponsor Prudential, bring us this fabulous event where women um, from uh, all kinds of professional um, industries come together, network, and especially share information that we as women need to know. So what we must know about a DC Marshall event is that you are not going to get fluff. You are not going to get hype and entertainment. Now, you will be entertained and you will get excited because the message and the messengers who who deliver the messages there, they will get you excited in your own value and your own worth and in the power in the room. But there's content attached to the message. There are people in the room who uh, are really interested in not just uh, us feeling good about ourselves, but us actually doing the good things that we should feel good about. Um, so there is no um, a superficial or hollowness when you attend a D. Marshall event. It is always a quality event with real quality people who can help you improve the quality of life by making quality decisions, and they can guide you just through those kinds of things. So this year, we had the pleasure of hearing from one of the national organizers of the Women's March, and that is Janae Ingram. We also um, had the pleasure of hearing from Maddie Brooks, who um, works with or is of Prudential, and she's the manager of financial services. And as always, the um, beautiful and talented Micheline Davis, who's the executive vice president and chief corporate affairs officers of uh, Robert Wood Johnson, Barnabas. Um, Just being able to be in the room with women like this who aren't just uh, celebrating their own success, and they certainly have a lot of success to celebrate, but are celebrating the success of other women and are interested in all of us having something to celebrate. Um, So they're looking to bring others into the room with them, but they're also interested in us qualifying ourselves to be in the rooms and to be at the tables. Um, And most of the qualification that we find out as women, most of the qualification that we need to do to sit down at the table is just to believe that we belong at the table. And I think that's an important message um, that you take away when you're at these kinds of quality programs. Um, and so I was just reviewing some of the things that I saw online about this event, some uh, takeaways or um, some reviews, if you will. One person said, 
speakers were phenomenal, and I left recharged and empowered. Another one says, yeah, last night was pretty dope. You should have been there. Another one says, every year just keeps getting better and better and better. One says, surround yourself with winners. And then the last one that I'll share with you says, words can't express how much win, rock, and rule has made an impact on me tonight. And I love that. And I love the, the takeaways that we share on social media so that we can uh, expose those who are in our feeds and our friends and followers and associates with the necessity of being in the room with the Marshall. I remember the first event that I attended, um, must have been about four years ago, the first Win, Rock, and Rule. Um, and I left there um, with such a, uh, an, a feeling of empowerment, a feeling of entitlement. I mean, I left feeling like I could fly. I was so full of the love and the generosity of the women there. And, and this is why it's necessary that we go and that we are around women who believe this, not just of themselves, but also believe this of you and me and everybody else who is in that room. Um, so Dee all, always shares uh, um, not just key people, but key takeaways. And she did that again last night. But there's just some things I want to share um, in terms of how to conduct ourselves at networking events. <clears throat> Certainly, it is, uh, it, it is good to, to network and to be in, at events where you have the opportunity to meet people that you wouldn't ordinarily see or that you may not come across, but these people could be influencers. These people could be uh, activists or social changers. Um, and when you have the opportunity to be around these kinds of people, to make these kinds of uh, connections, there are some things that we have to know to do, and there are some things that we have to avoid, and I'm going to go over a few. So I'll share a few networking practices that Dee always shares with us, and she says to focus on three to five quality contacts choose meaningful contacts that we're going to follow up with. A second one is listen to learn three things that you didn't know going in. So sometimes when we go to these events, we bring our notebooks, we bring our journals, and we're just jotting down information. But D says to really listen out for three key takeaways so that you're not necessarily inundated or just having your head down in your notebook, just scribbling but to listen to three key takeaways that you can use immediately in applying uh, to advance whatever goals that you're working on. D also says the contacts that you make, follow up with them 24 hours after the event. You know, networking events isn't just about collecting business cards, um, but to, she says, you know, just look for uh, three to five quality contacts, and then follow up with them within 24 hours. And then after that, she says that we should engage with them for two years. Even if we don't necessarily hear back from them, keep them on our list of emails, contacts, and follow up with them. Let them know about what you're doing. Update them on your progress. I mean, everybody's busy. People may not always be able to respond immediately. 
um, especially people who are busy. Busy people are always able to stop and, uh, and, 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 sh- and clear out their inbox or reply to emails. But in the moment that they do have and they see that this person has been consistent and that this person has been sharing their growth and sharing their activities and I see that they're busy and they're consistent, then they may be inclined to reach out back to you and kind of uh, uh, cheer you on or uh, reintroduce themselves or, or, or determine to kind of get to know you better. So the advice is us to follow up with these contacts for two years. But other um, networking takeaways uh, that I would like to share, uh, just based on my experiences and even some of my observations that I've had at networking events that I've attended over the years. So this may sound silly to say, and it may seem obvious, but when we are attending networking events, it's important to smile. Smile. You know, one of the most beautiful things that we can wear is a smile. And a smile lets others know that you're open, that you're friendly. Um, Sometimes, you know, we go to these things and we may run into someone and you think, man, why did you even come here? You know, um, when you when when we're stiff or we um, act distant or standoffish, sometimes we act like we don't want to be there at all, but we're in the room. Um, and so if we're if we're there and we're interested in making connections, smile and be open and be friendly, um, and this is attractive to other people. Um, I'm there are so many women last night who were just so open and and friendly. Um, and they kind of drew you into them and you wanted to know about them and get to know them better. So when we attend networking events, always smile when you're in the crowd. Something else that I think is important uh, when attending networking events, um, if we go with someone that we know, if it's a colleague, if it's a friend or you know a, a sister or a relative, sometimes we can tend to kind of stay in a herd, um, and, and stay together. And if we're with someone that we know and we're comfortable with them, then we may be less inclined to walk away from that person and meet somebody new, strike up that conversation, introduce ourselves and ask to get to know that person. So if you do go with someone that, you know, uh, take some time away, walk away. Um, last, last night I went with someone that I'm close to but uh, we had no problem walking away from each other, going to introduce ourselves to women who seemed interesting um, and who seemed inviting. And then you kind of meet back in the middle. And then, you know, you, we walked away again and met someone else. And, you know, it was great to be able to say, oh, I have a, I have a friend here. And, you know, you, you, would, you would love to meet her. You guys have a lot of things in common. So if you do go to these networking events with people that you know, um, understand why you're going. You already know each other. So, um, you know, kind of spread out, fan out, and get to know other people. Another key tip of mine when attending networking events is uh, be careful that you don't try to sell yourself when you're meeting someone new. Uh, Get to know the other person uh, find out what their passions are, what their movement are, find out what their interest is in even attending the conference or the networking event. Um, be open to learning about the other person. Sometimes we can be so interested in sharing what we're doing that we meet someone and immediately dominate the conversation. And that lets other people know that you're really um, uh, 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 kind of uh, uh, 
not conceited, self-interested, that you're really not here to know about me. You came to sell yourself to me. But that's not really what this is about. This is about getting to know other people. Um, And if we allow another person to talk and we just listen, then we may see where our ideas align or where our work aligns. And you might find a partner in that person. But if we don't allow them a a word in edgewise and we're just talking about ourselves, that could be very, very off-putting. That could be very, very attractive. Um, I remember about three years ago, I attended... Uh, an event in North Jersey. And after the the uh, speakers, we went to kind of a, a reception area. And I was in a group of about uh, four or five women. Um, some I knew, some I didn't. And we were just kind of talking, getting to know each other. And one woman threw her card, thrust her card in my hand before she really let me know who she was. So I'm looking down at the card And, you know, then she started telling everybody in this group who she was. Um, She didn't kind of slide over and work her way into the conversation. She came over to the group, started passing out her business cards. We didn't know who she was. Um, And then uh, after we heard from her and then we continued, you know, resuming our conversation, you could see that she was standing with us but scanning the room and looking for someone else to go meet. So she really wasn't interested in the people that she gave her card to. She wasn't really interested in learning what we did, why we were there, um, and who we were. She was really interested in just sharing her business card and finding the next set of people to pounce on to share the business card. So when you do meet someone, be in the moment. Make eye contact and actually listen to what that person is saying. And a lot of times, generally, if a person he, uh, feels listened to and heard, then that kind of compels them to say, well, well, tell me about you. You know, tell me what you do. Um, and this is a, a great way to build authentic relationships with other people. Um, and when we meet other people, it is uh, also unattractive to just jump in and try to find out, what they can do for you. Um, uh, and uh, so, cause people can feel, can feel that you're trying to use them. You don't, you don't know me. We're just meeting. Um, I don't know what value you may have to me. And immediately you're asking me um, to put you on, or you're asking me to introduce you to so-and-so. And I don't need, I don't know you. I can't vouch for you. Um, I don't know if you're a quality person. I don't know what your character is, and already you're asking me to do something for you. So that's also something that's very, very unattractive. Certainly, when we go to these kinds of events, um, you know, one person that you meet can introduce you to the right person or could help you uh, get into the right room. But that's not how we initiate a conversation with someone by asking or trying to find out what we can do for them. A lot of times, it's great to say, well, how can I help you with the work that you're doing? Um, what can I do for you? Um, how can I help promote your uh, movement, your activity, your business, your organization? Uh, like I said, a person feels more inclined towards us when they recognize that we're uh, interested in them and we're interested in supporting them. Another networking tip that I would like to offer is to just be yourself. Don't try to be a pretender and you know, depending on the room that you're in and the people that you see, it could be overwhelming, um, especially for someone who is inexperienced, uh, especially for someone, it may be their first networking event uh, or 
um, you know, the players in the room might just be, you know, j- just that that kind of uh, power players, those kind of power players. But just always remember, just be yourself and don't try to be a pretender um, because we always fail when we're trying to fake a personality or trying to fake who we are. We always fail, but we always win. We always succeed when we're just being ourselves. You know, it, it's, it's too much energy to try to be something that we're not, and it's a distraction. So just always remember, just be yourself. Know who you are. Know what your values are and carry that with you in any room that we go into, whether it's a big room or it's a small room. Just always, always be yourself and the right people will find you and you will find the right people when we stay true to who we are. So another tip that I would like to share is uh, when we're networking and meeting new people, always just be direct. You know, don't try to be uh, wishy-washy. Um, let people know who you are. Uh, and because sometimes we go and it's almost as if we're like asking for permission and, you know, just just be direct. If, if it's someone that you've always wanted to meet, say, I've always wanted to meet you. I've always wanted to learn more about you. Um, you know, and I know sometimes when we are in certain rooms, we may have a fangirl moment. But, you know, always just be direct with the people that we're talking to because wishy-washy is also unattractive. Um, but when we're direct, then, you know, we, we cut through. People who are busy don't have a lot of time to waste. So it's always a good tip to be direct. And I think this is important, too, um, because a lot of the networking events have receptions and, you know, there may be a, a, a bar but it's important that we also moderate our alcohol intake. Um, we never want to miss a great opportunity making a great first impression by being inebriated, of drinking too much. And, um, and, and obviously, if we've drank too much, then we're certainly not being ourselves. And um, not only can we uh, make a first impression, a bad impression, but then that reputation may stick with us and people may remember, oh, this is the one that goes to conferences and drinks too much and, you know, and, and, and that's and that's unattractive. Uh, certainly, you know, people have the bar open for, you know, us to go to. Um, for me, I don't drink, so, you know, a club soda uh, or cranberry juice is fine for me, but those who do drink alcohol, I certainly, certainly would advise you never to over imbibe um, to the point where you're um, getting too loose, getting too comfortable, um, you know, and losing the professionalism uh, that you want to maintain when you're in a room full of professional people, whether that's male or female. And just one last tip um, when we're networking and we're at these events, and we always want to look good, we always want to feel good about, you know, what we have on. Um, but always remember, wear comfortable shoes. And I say this because sometimes when we go and we, maybe it's a new pair of shoes or it's a pair that, you know, we only, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a pair of shoes that we can only wear for three hours, but the event is five hours or six hours. Um, I would advise when we're shopping, make sure that we buy shoes that we can stand in that we can walk in and do so comfortably because there's nothing that can make a person crankier than sore feet. And so the point of a networking event is to meet people and um, 
But when your feet are sore, you're cranky because you can't wait to get outside or get to the car or get to the hotel room and take off those shoes. Um, So always, always make sure that no matter what you're wearing, if it's your blouse, if it's your pants, if it's your dress, if it's your jacket, make sure you, you look good in what you put on. Make sure you feel good in what you put on because when we feel good about our appearance, that will also give us uh, great confidence when we're approaching other people. But when, we are, when we're standing at these tall, high tables, at these networking events, and our feet are sore, then uh, we're less inclined to take the extra time to listen to other people or to go across the ballroom to meet that other person that you've been dying to meet so badly because you can't think of anything else except the toes that are being squeezed in uh, shoes that are too tight. So know your foot, know the right shoe for your foot, know the right shoes for a networking event, practice, wear them to the mall and walk around for three hours so that you already know whether you can tolerate three hours in these particular shoes. But nothing can make us crankier than uh, sore feet in the wrong pair of shoes. So these are just some tips that uh, I hope and I know can benefit you if you use them at a networking event. And, uh, you know, to D. Marshall, you know, just thank you and congratulations on another successful event. Um, I'm grateful for the work that she is doing with women's empowerment and in this year also helping um, women who are serving young girls, helping them uh, get the resources that they need to continue the great work in that area. And I would encourage you uh, to follow D. Marshall on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Go to her website, uh, dmarshall.com, and learn more about what she's doing, not just with uh, women's empowerment, but also through her organization, Girlfriends Pray. Um, D. Marshall is a woman who is authentic to what she believes. Um, She's authentic to the love uh, that she has for her people and for women. And, um, you know, I believe in supporting people who support us. And D. Marshall certainly uh, exemplifies that kind of individual. And uh, again, you can go to dmarshall.com. You can follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you would be doing yourself a favor in doing so. And I want to thank you again for tuning in and listening to another episode of Nora Speaks. Uh, Next week, we're going to have a great guest. I would urge you to um, be on the lookout for that episode. And remember to leave a review and leave a rating in this is important because it allows others who are interested in this kind of content find this show, um, and then they can also share it with family and friends. So leave a review, leave a rating. Let me know what you think about this episode and about Nora Speaks in general. Um, I accept all feedback, all criticisms, uh, because I'm definitely looking to make sure that this is a podcast that you want to return to and certainly recommend to family and friends. Thanks for listening, and until next time. Stay in peace. Thank you again for listening to the Nora Speaks podcast. Be on the lookout for another episode coming at you fresh next week. And as always, if you want to learn more about me and the work that I do, visit my website, norazahira.com. Or if you have a listener question that you would like me to answer on air, you can email me at questions at norazahira.com. You can also follow me on Facebook at Noor Zahira Muhammad and on Instagram at Noor Z20. 
I'll be sure to include links to the above in today's show notes. If this show has value to you, please like and subscribe and share it out with family and friends. And be sure to check out previous episodes. And remember, don't just join the movement, be the movement. Stay in peace.